Hey there, friends. Angus here from Adio Media. Now, before we dive into the podcast, I want to briefly tell you about a free giveaway that I'm having at the moment. Now, I'm giving away five free enrollments to my mobile video blueprint training course. Now, this course will take you by the hand through the nuts and bolts of creating a magnetic, patient-attracting video using nothing more than your mobile device. Now, I sell this course over at my website for $397. We've had literally hundreds of happy students through this course, and the reviews are fabulous. And I'm also going to be giving away three Rode SmartLav microphones. Now, they're valued at around $100 each, and these are my absolute favorite mobile microphones. If you're wanting to boost the quality of your videos, then improving your audio is without a doubt one of the simplest and most effective hacks. Now, all you have to do to go into the draw to win one of these awesome prizes is head on over to your podcast app of choice, whether that be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, rate and review, now important, take a screenshot of the review and send it to me at angus at adiomedia.com. So that's right, head on over to your podcast app of choice, rate and review, take a screenshot of the review and send it to me at angus at adiomedia.com. Now the competition closes on October 11th and winners will be notified on October 14th. Now let's dive into the show. Another key, a key to growing the business is taking a stand in your business on, hey, this is what I stand for and this is what I stand against and making that verbal. And of course, you're going to attract haters. You're going to attract people that like disagree with you. What do you mean you stand for that? You know what I mean? And it's like, but at the same time, you're going to have this whole other group of people that align with those values. And they're going to be like, man, I love this guy. I love this girl. Like she sounds and speaks and... Welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast, where we guide natural health and wellness experts through the pitfalls of marketing. Each episode, you'll learn simple, effective, easily actionable, and heart-centered marketing strategies. And here's your host, Angus Pike. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, gang. Welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast. I'm here with a version two. Now, I think, I'm trying to think, Chris, if anybody else has actually been on for a second episode you may well be the first here as well. Shucks, mate. <laughs> Dude, I feel special now. <laughs> you are special. You are special. Now, I'm here with my good friend, Chris Burfield, a.k.a. The Birth. Mate, welcome <laughs> to the show. How are you? Thanks, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing awesome. I really am. And uh, I'm excited that you invited me back. Uh, as a matter of fact, when you sent me the message, hey, you want to be on the podcast? I signed up for the next episode. <laughs> so yeah. Dude, it was I so speedy. You. I love you. I think you're just an awesome guy and you know your stuff and I really respect you. Thank you. I appreciate those words there too. It's, um, it's funny because getting guests for the show sometimes can be tricky. And it was nice because I think our go time from when I reached out to you to when you booked was about 13 minutes. So um, I wish it was kind of this. <laughs> Easy for, uh, for all of our guests as well. Now, I'm super looking forward to our chat today because we're going to talk about this concept of conversion through emotion. And I'm really fascinated about this too. And I want to remind our audience that when we're talking about emotion and we're talking about social media, that when people are flicking through social media and they're wanting to make a decision about whether they want to engage with your page, whether they want to get on the phone and ring your practice, is that we all make decisions based on emotion. Now, we think we make them based on logic and we tell ourselves that way, but that's just our brain fooling us. So we need to get really good at communicating through emotion. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, Berth, 
for those of my audience that have been hiding under a rock, can you give them a little bit of your backstory in terms of what's brought you to where you are now? Yep, exactly. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, I'll do it here in a nutshell. So uh, 1996, I fell out of college, ended up getting a job working in a chiropractic office and uh, fell in love with chiropractic. And uh, I had a great mentor, uh, the guy I worked for, uh, Dr. James Strong out of Blairsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, amazing man. I uh, really taught me everything I know about chiropractic. Uh, he would spend hours with me every week just talking about the philosophy and the principles of it. And then I saw all these people coming in with every health problem from here to the sun and back, you know, and it was just like, it just blew my mind that like, I had understood chiropractic to be about back pain. You know, my dad was a coal miner for 17 years and he'd been to the chiropractor off and on because of back injuries. And that's all I knew chiropractic to be. So when I see somebody with type two diabetes coming in and no longer have type two diabetes, or I saw somebody with migraine headaches, no longer having migraines, um, and children with fevers, like, you know, 103 fevers and get an adjustment and then watch Dr. Strong take their temperature five minutes after and it's like normal it's just like just like blew my mind I'm like man this is like man's greatest gift to man you know so Dr. Strong ended up telling me he's like dude you need to go back to school to be a chiropractor you need to go be a chiropractor so I was living in Pennsylvania I packed up all my shit moved to uh, Dallas Texas I was going to go to Parker took my prerequisites, uh, started taking prerequisites, and lo and behold, I fell out of college again, second time. So at that point, I was just dead set on being a chiropractic assistant the rest of my life. Um, you know, I wasn't making much money, but I was extremely happy with what I was doing and the mission I was fulfilling, you know. Um, but I ended up getting uh, a bit of a break. One of my roommates was, uh, I had three roommates, they were all Parker students. One of them said, hey, Berth, I'm going to open an office when I graduate. I don't know the first thing about getting new patients and all that stuff. And, uh, and that's what I was doing in the offices I worked at. I was a tech CA, like, you know, putting people in therapies and stuff like that. Um, and, but I also did a lot of marketing and I drove a lot of new patients into the offices that I worked for. And he was like, I don't know the first thing about getting new patients. How would you like to go into a 50, 50 partnership? So in 2003, we opened Tree of Life Chiropractic and uh, opened it for $12,000 because we couldn't get a bank loan. Uh, we had some credit cards and I had an IRS refund check that year for three grand. So we took our 12 grand, went to, um, they have these uh, real cheap stores here in the States called Big Lots mm -hmm. and uh, like super cheap stuff. And uh, that's where our front desk came from. That's where our, 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 chairs our fold-up chairs for our hot seats came from we bought some posters on ebay and we were ready to rock and roll so uh ended up growing over the next seven years uh, we grew that practice into a practice that was doing zero dollars a month to start and uh, into a practice that was doing three quarter of a million but my business partner and i started kind of button heads on what direction we wanted to take the office in and it created a lot of stress a lot of frustration a lot of sleepless nights and uh, I ended up deciding to sell my half of the practice to him. And I had gotten really good at marketing and uh, for our practice. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create some online courses and share the knowledge that I have about marketing with other chiropractors. So I started building an email list, started selling some stuff on eBay. And um, by 2010, um, I was making enough income from that that I could put myself in a position to sell my half of the practice. So I did that. 
and uh, did that for a few years and uh, realized that a lot of people buying my courses weren't implementing them. So uh, I'd follow up and say, hey man, how did that referral marketing strategy thing go? Oh man, dude, it would look awesome. I just didn't get a chance to put it into action, you know? And uh, after hearing some repetition of this, I thought, well, maybe I'll start a marketing agency where we do marketing for chiropractors. So uh, in 2015, I started Van Burf Media and uh, we do Facebook advertising for chiropractors now. Um, but at the end of the day, my mission and my goal is to get the chiropractic message in front of more people. Um, I don't know what it's like over there in Australia, but like here in the States, we've got an opioid epidemic. Um, you know, we've got people, um, uh, uh, medical malpractice and adverse drug reactions are killing more people than, you know, uh, heart disease and cancer. So we've got a lot of lives to save. And at the end of the day, that's, that's my mission and my purpose is to get the message out there and help chiropractors get their unique message into the world so we can do that. Yeah. What a great story, man. And yes, we have that same issue happening here. In fact, I read in the newspaper the other day, our government is in the process of actually looking at whether they're going to sue the drug companies here. Um, it's, oh, it's, it's wild because of just how irresponsible the dealing of these drugs, you know, we're, I'll be the first to admit that, you know, if I broke my leg, I'd be like, give me all the drugs in the world. Um, <laughs> right? The way yeah. that they're kind of handed out over here is, is absolutely it's, it's mad. It, right. it, I've been thinking a lot about recently about how wacky it is as chiropractors. And this is the same for so many, you know, cause we've got lots of naturopaths and Chinese bed and massage therapists and stuff listening to this podcast too. But the concept that we go to school, we have in, here in Australia, it's five years to become a chiropractor. And then you are just expected to go out and open your practice with zero marketing strategy like zero idea of, and it's so, you know, imagine if Apple did that, for instance, said, so, you know, well, we're going to make these phones, we're going to make these computers or Ford or McDonald's, all those kind of things. And like, where, where are the customers going to come from? Our internal referrals, we'll make really great burgers and that's where they'll come from. Oh, we'll make really great phones. And that's right. all you need to do, man. It's like, you know, just be really good at what you do, just build it and they will come. Mm -hmm. You won't, you won't find a successful business that doesn't have, an element of needing to understand marketing. And for some reason, I, I'm really fascinated with, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, just how immature we are as a profession. Like we, we just haven't kind of got that around our head that, wow, I might, I might need to have some concepts of how I kind of reach out to my world and speak to them. And, you know, the, you're the perfect example that, you know, when your housemate set up with you guys, you went from zero a month to, you know, three quarters of a million dollars a year, you know, because you had a process to go, like you had an arm inside your practice that was about finding new people. So um, I love it, man. I love it. And then you spoke about my second frustration is people buying courses and not taking them as well. So um, yeah, you know, it seems like, uh, you know, people invest this money into stuff like that and then it sits on the shelf you know they get maybe a quarter of the way through it so it's like you know if uh, there's so much good stuff out there I mean your stuff is amazing you know um, and I've been a big fan of you for a while now uh, but it's like if they people would just take some of the stuff mm. even just a handful of it doesn't have to be everything just take some of it and be consistent with it I think the consistency is really you know the big key there a lot of people will start off doing something and then they just let it fall to the wayside and they don't commit to the long game 
of marketing. It's like, they'll put something out. I think you probably experienced this yourself, you know, just like, I mean, I know I have, like, I'll get on phone calls with people that want to talk to me about Facebook ads. And when I get on a call with them, they're like, yeah, man, I've been following you for like two years, man. Yeah. I've been following you for the last four months. You know, it's never like, Hey, I saw your stuff yesterday and I want to do something. You know what I mean? It's always like, it's just that consistency of putting out content and seeing things and uh, really being able to just connect with your audience and be real and genuine with them. And to like, uh, you know, I think an, a, another key, a key to growing the business is taking a stand mm. in your business on, Hey, this is what I stand for. And this is what I stand against and making that verbal. Mm. And of course you're going to attract haters. You're going to attract people that like disagree with you. What do you mean you stand for that? You know what I mean? And it's like, but at the same time, you're going to have this whole other group of people that align with those values. And they're going to be like, man, I love this guy. I love this girl. Like she sounds and speaks and acts just like me. You know, we're, we're attracted to ourselves really. And when we see ourselves and other people, we form this bond with them. So I think that's one of the key things to like, you know, getting more people on board with your message is uh, not being wishy-washy, not being um, uh, lukewarm, if you will, and drawing some hard lines in the sand and being a little bit controversial, you know, Just that, you know I'm not talking about, you, know, you don't want to like be over the top where you drive everybody away. But I think like if people would just uh, get some cojones a little bit, you know what I mean? And like not be afraid to say, hey, look, like this is wrong and I don't agree with it. And, you know, we look at our healthcare system here in America, like uh, I have this uh, friend of mine, um, he's actually the owner of the cigar shop that I frequent, but he's also a pharmaceutical rep. So last week I took a friend of mine who was in town, he's actually a client as well. I took him over to the cigar shop and we got to talking and this guy, super nice guy. Like I love, I love Kurt to death, but like he was like, we were talking about chiropractic and natural healing and stuff. And he was like, Hey, you know, um, I'm not going to argue with you guys, but I, I truly believe that pharmaceuticals have done more great for humanity than anything else on the planet, you know? And he was like, and this was a stance that he was taking. And it was like, and then my buddy, John, who chiropractor was there, like, he was like, well, dude, you know, and they, and, and Kurt, I thought there was going to be like a little battle that was going to break down, you know, it was just like, oh, shit. But this is about to get like, but then, but then one of the other guys spoke, he's like, Hey, are we going to do a drawing? Cause they were having an event and they were giving away cigars. And then Kurt was like, that's a great idea. Just kind of breaking the ice there, you know? But, um, but that was the thing, man. Like I, I watched these two guys and they were taking a firm stance on what they believe in. And that is like, you're going to have a group of people that say, Hey, yeah, medicine is the greatest thing since sliced bread. But then you're going to have this whole other group of people's like, well, I'm sick and tired of drugs. Mm. And like to hear somebody speak out against that or talk about that and be open about it. Um, and that's not the only thing, you know, there are anything, there's lots of things you can stand for and stand against. I'm just using that as an example, yeah. but like, um, but you'll attract a tribe that's just like right on. Yes, exactly. I, I, I believe everything that you stand for. It's what, I, it's what I stand for as well. One, it, I don't know. I think it's a Jay Abraham quote. I should know this because it's in one of my talks I give all the time is that, you know, people are silently begging to be led. And mm. when, when we think about it too, you know, you think about your practice 
uh, one of the great things about a small business, which is what we are, is that we don't need an audience of millions. Like, like to be honest, if you look at the kind of 20,000 people that are probably in your community, you know, in that kind of, you know, three to five mile kind of radius inside of there too. Again, you don't even need all 20,000 of those as well, because if all 20,000 of those all of a sudden came into your practice, you just couldn't cope. But, but literally, you know, if over this next year, if you could find just 500 of them, you know, 10 per week that put up their hand and, and wanted to become part of your tribe, I mean, that's the foundation of a killer practice, 10 consistent, high quality new patients every week. Like I would argue if you're doing a great job, you probably only need five if your attention is great. But right. it's, you know, this concept, but I, I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts too. Why do you think that practitioners have such a hard time taking a stand? You know, whether it's taking a stand of what they're for, what they're against, picking a niche that says I'm going to focus on headaches or, you know, fertility issues or gut problems or, or whatever it is. Why do you think we have such a hard time doing that? I think it's because we want to be liked by everybody. Mm. You know what I mean? And at the end of it, like, we don't want people to not like us. And that is one thing that like um, anybody that follows me on social media, um, when I talk to them in private and stuff, they're like, man, I just, I love the stuff you post. I wish I could post more stuff like that because like you're saying everything I'm thinking, you know, and I've got people that hate me and can't stand me, you know, but like, I don't care. It's like, Hey, if you don't like me, you don't like me, you know? Mm. Um, you know, you move on and I move on end of day and, you know, end of story. Um, but I think that's what it comes from. I think everybody just wants to be liked mm. and like, you got to be willing to put your neck out there a little bit yep. and like speak your mind and, um, and not worry that, and uh, not worry that, Oh, well, this could be bad for my brand. You know, it's like, what if I say this and I turn a bunch of people away and the truth is you will, you will turn a bunch of people away but you're also going to attract, like we said before, we're going to attract that tribe, that loyal tribe that will ride or die with you to the very end, you know? And, you know, I guess, you know, like my the pharmaceutical uh, guy, Kurt, um, he was telling me, he was just like, yeah, you know, I see some of your posts and he's like, I got to imagine that some of the stuff you post on Facebook has got to be bad for business. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, it probably is on some level, you know, mm. but don't care you know and it's just like i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna be myself and i'm gonna be verbal about what i what my values are in you know and um and i'm i've been done very well over the years you know it hasn't hasn't affected me like where i can see that it has affected me so i think you just have to l learn to let go a little bit yeah i think if we kind of take a look back and think about how our brains work i, I find this a little helpful because there are times even for me i'm like oh and and I remembered that having a tribe of people around me and me fitting in and not being disliked, when I was in that little hunter-gatherer tribe, that was essential for my survival because if I happened to, you know, get on the wrong side of my community, like it might have meant that I didn't get food, I didn't get shelter and, and you know, I increased my chance of death. But I don't, I don't need that nowadays. You know, for food, I just hop in my car and drive around the, the corner. I've got shelter. So those fundamentals for my survival are, are not the same now that they used to be. And my brain is still programmed for what used to exist millennia ago. And in fact, I would say that that part of my brain that used to help me survive probably actually, uh, it has a reversed effect now. Is that, and if we look at, you know, because 
when I'm talking with people about this idea of polarity and standing out, it doesn't mean that we have to be Donald Trump. Like it's, it's not, yeah. you don't have to go, it's not that far, but you can if you want to. You know, there's a strategy there when you can look at it too. And if we go back to, you know, Apple just takes a stand for what kind of product they're going to make. You know, we look at somebody like Versace, okay? They just, they don't make $10 T-shirts. That's their stand that they've made. And they're unapologetic for it as, as well. And we just get to make a, a, a decision of, of what are we going to stand for? And if you're going to take a, strand, a stand for natural drug-free living, then understand that there is an audience of people out there that'll go, that's for me. Now, you don't have to therefore go about you know, ripping a hole in anybody that takes a Panadol that vaccinates their kids, all those kind of things, but just right. take a stand. Here's what I'm for. And if you want to do something different, that's really cool. But this is what we stand for at this chiropractic practice. This is what we stand for at this, you know, Chinese med practice, that kind of stuff there too. And it's, um, you know, and then if we communicate in a way where we kind of, you know, to come sort of full circle where we started with too, if we communicate that in a way with emotion, then it's incredibly attractive. Like we're looking, as I said before, we're looking for somebody to kind of lead us through that process as, as well. You mentioned before we kind of started, we turned the camera on there too, that you have a client at the moment that's getting some great results with a video that he's put together that you know is all about this communicating with emotion. Can we dive in and talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, definitely. So he's actually not a client of mine, but he's a really good friend of mine. And um, he does a lot of his own marketing and he takes it very seriously. And like, and they have a lot of fun with the way they approach their marketing on social media. And uh, they do fun videos, they do serious videos, um, they do videos that make you cry. Um, but, uh, but what I love about him is that like, he's taken control of that. And he's just, and he actually has a lot of fun doing it. Matter of fact, I, I messaged him uh, last week, he had put out a new video. And I was like, you creative mf -er. I'm like, this video is freaking awesome. I'm like, how do you guys come up with these ideas for these videos? And he's like, you know, my, my team and I, once a week, we get together and we just kind of brainstorm for about an hour. We'll brainstorm, throw some ideas out. And if we catch one, then we get an idea and it's like, oh, that's good. Then we'll start to expand on it. And he goes, we'll actually storyboard it out. And then um, he said, you know, sometimes we have meetings and we throw some ideas out and nothing happens. You know, it's like, but it, we just kind of make it a habit to get together. So he did this video. It was, um, it was really well done and he's done several and I could talk about, uh, you know, any one of them, but like this particular one, like, uh, and what I found unique about this too, before I dive into it. Uh, so he used, um, he used a shark uh, as an analogy. Mm -hmm. Now, in the States this year, you guys probably have these all the time down in Australia, but we've had a lot of shark attacks yeah. this year. You know, it's like, it's nothing like I've seen. I think there's been like eight or nine shark attacks this year. And it's like, whoa, you know, what's going on in the waters, you know? So, um, but what Caleb did is he started off, he said, I want you to imagine that you're out in the ocean on your, you, uh, I'm sorry, you and your family go on a dream vacation and you go to this beautiful Caribbean beach and you know, you've got the white sand and he's like painting the picture, right? And the palm trees are blown in the breeze and it's just a beautiful, perfect day. And you and your family decide to go out into the water 
and you're out there and you're splashing and you're having fun. And then all of a sudden you see a shark fin surface above the water and your moment of, um, uh, your mo your, your picture perfect moment, the, you know, this, uh, this, uh, this Kodak moment of you and your family together turns into absolute terror because there's a shark in the water. He goes, then all of a sudden, the, sh the fin of the shark goes below the water. Do you sit back and go, whew, close call? He's like, no, because you know the danger is still beneath the surface. And he goes on to relate that to our health problems and I kind of like using the iceberg analogy, but he did it with a shark fin, right? And he's telling the story. And what was so beautifully done with it is that he used B-roll footage. Yeah. So as he's talking to the camera, they have B-roll of like a shark fin, like in the water, you know? So it's like creating this visual, very entertaining video. And you're just hanging on every word that he says. And then he goes through and he's just, you know, kind of, like I said, relating it to our health problems. Like just because, you know, we end up with, you know, we're in pain or, you know, we're having trouble breathing one day and then the next day we're fine. And the, you know, the issue seems to be gone. It's, it's, you know, just keep in mind, it's, it's, it's that shark. You were looking at the shark fin, you know, the real danger is beneath the surface and we need to get, you know, if you've got health issues that are like kind of coming and going, you need to get those checked. You know, you can't just like sit back and say, oh, well, I'm not in pain this week or I don't have a problem this week. I must be fine. And he's capturing that audience of people that are not like just in chronic pain every day. He's capturing those people that, which is a lot of people where they have a week where they're in like, they have, you know, their migraine headaches are attacking them or their, or their sciatica or whatever. And then they're fine for a few weeks and then it surfaces again and they take a Tylenol or, or an Excedrin migraine and then it goes away. You know what I mean? Like, so he's, he's speaking to that audience of people, which there's a lot of them out there and it was just really done, but there was like so much emotion and picture in it. Like, I mean, he was painting this picture of you and your family at the beach and it was just, um, it was just really, really well done. And then, um, like I said, you know, they, um, they do some other videos and stuff like that where like, uh, they uh, just like fun stuff. Um, they did a video and it was just a pure branding video. There wasn't even like a call to action in it, but it was like uh, they were taking the face paper off the, uh, off the uh, adjusting tables mm. and they were making like all these crazy shots into the trash can from all over the office and like his pregnant staff members there and he throws it and it bounces off her belly right into the trash can. You know, it was awesome. Yeah. You know, yes. it was like, fun. but it's like that type of stuff. Like, what that's doing is one, it's entertaining for people to watch. It's shareable. People say, Oh, that's cool. You know? So like, let me share that. Check this out, you know? But like it's connecting people in the community to him and his, yes. his team, his family there, you know, and like letting them see these are real people with, you know, real personalities. Yeah. They look like they're a lot of fun to be around. They obviously, you know, but then he does these other videos that are, super serious, you know, that sort of thing. So like, it just keeps his audience engaged. And I think like the, the, the problem why most chiropractors or people don't do that is that like, they're just like, Oh, you know, I got to make this video and then edit it and da, da da da. But like, I mean, if you just get consistent with it and do it, like 
you can film some of that video and give it to somebody. And you know, whether you have a staff member edit it or you hire somebody on Fiverr for 20 bucks, you know, they can edit your video. You just got to film some raw footage and send it, but you can start doing any, and they only do it like once a week. Yeah. They're not like, you know, I mean, let me back up. They are doing Facebook lives and they are doing that stuff like pretty regular, you know, mm -hmm. and they're making all kinds of posts, but like these production style videos that actually tell stories. Um, it's like once a week that they do yeah. that. And it's, you know, so it's like maybe an hour out of their week. It, um, it, it I, I kind of was aware of my physiology, even as you were telling the story about the shark. <clears throat> Sharks are a thing here in Australia. Like it, it, it but it, it was, as you were going through the story and I was imagining my family out in the water and it was a kind of whole Caribbean type sort of stuff going on. It's such a strong emotion. And if you, because I'm starting to see, so firstly, what's great, I'm starting to see more and more practitioners now actually starting to make videos. But what most practitioners will do with that video is they'll have themselves standing against a blank wall and it's often a gray washed out wall. And they'll say, yeah. Hey, you know what? Symptoms aren't everything. If you don't have symptoms, it doesn't mean that you're healthy. And even if you don't have symptoms, then maybe you need a chiropractic adjustment and you should come and see me life chiropractic nine, six, four, six, one, four. It's, it's boring. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's, it's just the sales pitch basically. It's a talking know, head. Talking yeah. head. And it's just like, yeah, you're and you're at that point. You're telling them, right? Yes. You're just telling them facts. Yes. When you incorporate metaphors and analogies, and you tell a story, you really engage your audience and yes. breakthrough. Dan, uh, Dr. Dan Sullivan, and I were talking uh, earlier today. He's going to a conference in, uh, I think it's Minnesota, and it's called um, uh, Neurological Communication. Right. And all about like you know learning how to communicate. And like, cause you, like you said earlier, like we, we like to think that we make decisions based on rational things. Right. Yes. But we don't, we make it on emotions. So like the, from what he was telling me this morning, from what I understand, it's that reptilian brain yes. that like we need to be able to access. Yes. And the only way to get through that is really by through storytelling. Like you can't get it just by throwing facts and being rational about something. You've got to engage your audience. And you know, the other great thing about that video too, is when something's current, like obviously at the moment for you guys over in the States, this whole shark thing is current. So it's a current, when we can add that layer to it. So we add story, we add recency into it in terms of what's going on at the moment. Then we're starting to really lay the foundation for a great video, for a great story also. And then this concept of having some B-roll. Can you explain to our audience, so for audience that might not know what you talked about B-roll before, what's, what's B-roll? Yeah, so B-roll is just basically, so like, let's say I'm talking and I'm telling a story and I'm talking about the beach, right? I like, you can find stuff, like there's like a, a website called Video Hive where you can buy B-roll for like $8 a clip or something like that, but you can film B-roll with your phone as well. Yes. So like if, uh, or even just use an image, just pick an image. Yes. And what you do as you're speaking, you basically cut away and you insert that footage that of that five seconds of footage or, and as you're speaking, people can see, actually see the beach. Yes. So it's, that's, that's B-roll. That's those extra clips that you throw in there to where they're not just looking at you as a talking head the whole time. Yes. They're getting different views and mm. stuff. Yeah. And, and gang, B-roll works for, a couple of really key reasons. One of the things that we love when we're watching a video is 
we're programmed for movement. Again, it's that old reptilian brain thing that's always looking out for movement. And when we have just that talking head um, against that boring background, there's no movement. We get bored and that's when we start to try and multitask. So when there's frequent change and if that change is just as something as simple as, okay, you know, I made a video the other day where we're talking about kind of sleeping positions and we talked about it through the two. And then after I'd shot that video, I then shot some B-roll of, you know, what it looked like, spine position, that kind of stuff. The two, And then we just fed that in. It's really, really easy to do. And once you kind of get your head around, what am I talking about? What other footage will be great? And as Chris mentioned, there's plenty of sites online where you can get really cheap and even free stock footage. Um, or in most cases here, I mean, you know, you can just film it yourself. Um, obviously, if you're talking about sharks in the ocean, it's a bit hard to go and get that shot. Not by an ocean, right? Yeah. Well, that's like, I did my event last year, um, which I've got my, uh, my, my third annual event coming up, Masters of Propaganda. Uh, but last year, my videographer, mm. he filmed like, a, he made like a trailer as a promotional video for this mm. year's event. And um, it was held here in Dallas. Uh, but he didn't go out and like film any footage in Dallas, but he went to one of these B-roll sites and he got like drone footage of like Dallas and then like of the big skyscrapers. He never filmed any of that, but he just grabbed it and then inserted it as I'm speaking and you hear me talking and some of the testimonials of people talking, you're seeing images of Dallas, Texas and stuff like that. And it was just like super cool. I mean, it's just like, it's so it just makes your video so much more powerful when people can see the visuals and they're not just like you said, seeing that talking head for three or four minutes, you know? Yeah. And the other thing that you said that I really love as well is that, you know, one of the barriers that gets in the way for many of us making the videos is we talk about the time of editing and all those kind of stuff there too. Then, then you go, okay, well, look, you can outsource it. And then that gets difficult as well, but you've probably got somebody in your practice right now that with a little bit of training, um, that could do this for you in a heartbeat. And maybe you could get it done cheaper over at Fiverr, but most of our uh, front desk staff, you know, over here in Australia, an experienced front desk staff is 25, 30 bucks an hour. But if they're in-house and they start to understand how things work for you and you don't have to do it, and to be honest, once they get the hang of it, editing a video, it's this, we're talking about a kind of one to five minute video here. It's an hour of their time. And if that's all it takes that your job is to come up with the idea, shoot it, and then handball it over to your staff and you get that finished product done, the person that's going to do this for you, your marketing person is already inside your practice. They're your front desk CA, they're your tech CA, they're your admin staff. You know, that's probably somebody that's under the age of 30 that's a little bit kind of tech savvy, knows it too. And they would love that extra hour or two of work each week there. And imagine how that would feel if your only responsibility is to get in front of the camera, come up with the ideas, shoot that five minute, and then somebody else did all of that for you. Yeah. You know, they're, yeah, they're, no brainer. and that's, that would be my biggest, that would be my strongest suggestion too, is let somebody in house do it. It only takes a little bit of training. Yes. My daughter is, um, she's 12 years old and yep. she fully <laughs> knows how to use Photoshop, which I don't wow. even know how to use Photoshop. Yeah. But she learned it all through watching YouTube videos and yes. like she creates some of the most amazing stuff. I'm like, Oh, you're only 12. Like, you know, but like, but that's the thing. Like you get a piece of video software, like, you know, iMovie or yes. Windows movie maker, go to YouTube and have your staff look up like how to edit video on iMovie. And there's going to be like a 10 minute tutorial that shows them how to do it in 10 minutes, you know? Yes. So yeah, I would definitely bring it in house.
Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. I want to chat with you a little bit about it too. You're starting to release these little boot camps at the moment, which I love the concept of where, because it's easy to get overwhelmed. Social media platform changes, it seems, almost every month. What works on those platforms changes as well. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, we're not trained in this kind of stuff here too. So the boot camp is five days. Is that right? That you kind of go... Yeah, it's a five-day challenge, uh, Burf's Boot Camp, Social Media yes. Marketing Camp. Um, and what it is is basically like I know that just a lot, just from what I see people posting on Facebook and some of these different groups that I'm in, these different chiropractor groups, and like a lot of people seem lost like when it comes to just even some of the most basic stuff with social media they just, um, you know, like, Hey, look, I, you know, I didn't go to school for that. I'm a chiropractor, you know, and I just like, you know, what do I post? When do I post? Like what kind of content do I make? So, you know, I've been paying attention to this for the last few years. And then I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to do like a boot camp. It'll be a five day challenge. And I'll actually spend 30 minutes every day for five days via zoom. So we're doing it like in a, with a zoom, just like we're, you know, interviewing here right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 30 minutes of me teaching social media strategies on different topics each day. And then um, also opening it the 30 minutes of open Q&A where people can just ask me any questions they want about it and um, I'll get them answered. Uh, I have a private Facebook group that I'm putting people in so they can continue to ask questions even when the, um, uh, you know, the, the boot camp is over. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm also, what I'm doing is I've laid out an entire 2020 uh, marketing, I call it just my, uh, the 2020 marketing playbook. Um, it's just, a, it's a calendar of one thing you can do every single day, 365 days that you can do to promote you and your brand and get your message out there on social media. Yeah. So, um, you know, giving ideas, uh, you know, like, you know, January 2nd, you know, pr- um, just maybe a, a video well, January second you what you do on that that's actually my birthday so oh, January really? <laughs> good, good work dude it's his birthday media posts from now on on January I'm gonna put it on the calendar and release it and everybody's gonna be like what's this all about I don't know I'll just post but um but yeah, so like, you know, they'll have like this full marketing calendar and I'm going to show them how to implement it during the boot camp as well. So we'll go through that. Um, we're going to go through content creation, like some of the stuff we talked about here today. Um, you know, also uh, picking and cho- choosing your platforms. You know, it's like, you know, because I mean, you've got people that say like you need to be everywhere, right? You need to be on Twitter. You need to be on LinkedIn. You need to be on Facebook and stuff like that. Like, you know, I, I tend to... I agree with that philosophy to a degree, mm. but like at the end of the day, like I'm going to pick the platforms that like I resonate with the most, you know? So for me, it's going to be like YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Yes. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like I, there may be opportunity over on LinkedIn or there may be opportunity on Twitter, but it's just like, you know, uh, it's for me, those are, those are the big three. You know what I mean? So we'll go through that. Some Facebook ad strategies we're going to talk about. Um, so all kinds of cool stuff. And this this would be, I hope as our listeners are listening to this, that what's going through your mind right now is you go, here's a strategy. 
uh, don't think about you doing this course. Go, man, I could put my CA through this course. I could put my, one of my staff through it. Just this could be something that you handball off and let them go through and let them take the lead as, as well. Because you can't, uh, again, I just want to be kind of clear, is you often, it's, it's crazy cheap. You know, for they have this training and this support because you only do it in small groups. It's not like there's going to be thousands of people going through it. Small, small right. groups too. So, what, what's the cost of the of the training that you do? So the way, so the first, so the 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 first boot camp is October seventh through the eleventh, but that one's actually full. Yeah. So we've got about thirty doctors and their teams enrolled into that. So that I had to cut it off because I didn't want it to get too big. So what I've done is I've opened up another date. Um, October 14th through the 18th. So it's five days. Um, and the price is $300, but the first 20 people get it for 150. Yep. So um, anybody that wants to, you know, sign up for that, there's still some open spots right now. I just opened those extra dates today. Yes. And I've filled like three spots so far for that, but we're still a month out from it. I'll have some links on the show notes for where you can go and find that as, as well. Um, but otherwise, if people were to kind of just hit you up, they'd be, is it, do you know what a link will be off the top of your mind or head? Uh, yep. They go to burfsbootcamp.com. <laughs> B-U-R-F-S bootcamp.com. Um, yeah. And like, you know, if the second bootcamp fills up as quickly as the first bootcamp, I'm going to put, I'm going to continue to do them because I think there's a real need for it. And I think that's why people are just like excited about it. They're like, oh man, I can't wait. You know, we need this, you know? Yes. So like I'll continue to add dates. So if you go to burfsbootcamp.com, you'll be able to see whatever the next bootcamp date is, but I'm going to do them ongoing. Yeah. And I think it's that kind of middle between, because sometimes one-on-one -on -one coaching is often cost prohibitive um, you know to work one-on-one -on -one. and then buying the courses we've all bought the courses and not implemented but when you get this kind of small group mastermind type sort of stuff a boot camp where you're working together you know where it's just you and another 20 odd practices as, as well um, it's a killer way to kind of get implementation learn the stuff get up to speed and I love the concept of a kind of you know a 12-month kind of marketing calendar like yeah. imagine because that's the other stress you know it's like all right, um, I'm overwhelmed with uh, the editing and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what to do. And then it's this idea of content creation too. So if you yeah. had kind of 12 months, it seems like a killer deal to me, man. Every day has some new piece of content that you can create. And so there's guidance there. And just what you said, like um, this is one of the things like with, with courses, um, I sell courses too, right? But one of the things is, is that like people buy them and then they implement part of them. And part of this boot camp is the, the accountability of it. So like every day that, you know, every session you'll have a homework assignment to do to implement before the next day, you know, yes. this way into the, the, the repetition of actually doing stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. I love it, buddy. And I'm such a big fan of all the work that you do there too. I, I, I know that the great thing about uh, Chris's stuff is it's current and it's cutting edge and he's in the trenches seeing what works now. And he's working with chiropractors, working with health practitioners. He knows what kind of works as well. So if you get the feeling that you want to upskill a little bit, and if you want to train one of your staff to see how you can, make, it's a super low investment as well. Get in with it, be one of the first 20. So you save yourself yeah. the, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's 150 bucks. 
you can't yeah. go wrong and, and getting this kind of support as, as well. So, hey, buddy, thanks for sharing with us today. I love this conversation. Yeah, I thought we had a great conversation today. Yeah, it's got my mind kind of really ticking around. I, I might, for those of you that are uh, uh, also, I'll see if I can link to, if you send me the shark video, I'll, I'll send yeah, a link send to it. So video. people can get an idea of what that kind of looks like um, and how that kind of works as, as well. So, hey man, yes. any final thoughts with our gang today? Uh, no, you know, I, I, I think, uh, you know, if anything, just, just leave them with this, you know, when it comes to your marketing, you know, sit down, figure out what are your values, you know, what is it you stand for? What do you stand against? And don't be afraid to speak up a little bit and let people in your community know who you are, what you're about and, you know, what you're on mission for. Um, so other than that, um, I think I just leave it, leave them with that. Yeah. I love it gang. And we'll have all links to Chris's socials. If you're not following him, um, then do it because he's super entertaining. He's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I smile all the time. And, you know, even when you go along to um, Births Boot Camp, you'll see a great video that he's made there. That it's not just, you know, a talking head video. You know, he's kind of dressed up like the whole kind of military thing yeah, there too. It's, well, it's, it's military jacket. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's cool. You need to be having that kind of effect there too because video isn't new now. We're used to seeing it. We need a little bit of production value. It's not difficult to do as well. So, hey, dude, on behalf of like just chiropractors who you help enormously, health practitioners, thanks for stepping up. Thanks for sharing so openly here today. And um, there's probably a round three. Maybe you've gone two straight into round three at some stages as well. Yeah, I'm sure right. we'll have you back on the show at some I stage. To. I would love yeah. to. Thanks, dude. Look forward to seeing you in person sometime soon. Take care. Yes, yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you, Angus. See you, buddy. Angus back here again, and thanks for listening to the show. Now, don't forget for your chance to win one of five enrollments to the Mobile Video Blueprint Training, valued at $397 or one of three Rode SmartLav microphones, be sure to head on over to your podcast app of choice rate and review, take a screenshot of the review and send it to me at angus at adiomedia.com. Competition closes October 11th and winners will be notified on October 14th. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one -on -one with you to apply, implement, systematize and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.